finesse and balanced vibrations welcome to the easeful podcast and on today's episode we're going to be talking about abundant speaks like why why is it that we always get told you know our natural state is of abundance joy is natural to us but like why why doesn't it seem that way which is a big question i had like one of my core you could say um, beliefs or knowings that i always had was like you know it's got to be easier than this it's got to be easier than this like why why is it so much effort and it's quite ironic like i did a computer science degree because that is like all about efficiency and like using as minimal effort to get the job done like with coding and stuff but this connotation of it has to be hard never never just just never sat with me but at the same time you know if joy is that natural state man if you wake me up at 4am and I, I'm, I'm just like in the middle of my sleep you ain't gonna see this joyful side of me so what is it that like, wh- like why 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 is it our natural state but it doesn't seem natural and that's when I started to delve into more shadow work or what I usually refer to as integration work And what what actually I find out is is that we end up well we all know we've got beliefs and we always heard the term about our beliefs creating our reality and that's you know that's kind of the law of attraction kind of thing but what that's like one side of the coin though that your thoughts create your reality because the other side of the coin is that it's not the thoughts that you're conscious of that, that create your reality the thoughts that you're unconscious of or unaware of and these where do these come from these come from traumas and how a trauma works is like imagine just like a a bell-shaped graph and like the higher you go up the curve the higher the trauma is and what ends up happening is after a certain amount your kind of consciousness or body like shuts off so you can imagine and these traumas can be as little as you losing your parent in the shop you know while you're going shopping so if that trauma ends up going above a certain threshold your consciousness kind of like just shuts off and you kind of get a split in your consciousness and that like that event will keep playing on an infinite loop but again it happens subconsciously it's not happening consciously so then that's where in turn that's that's where your abundance speaks comes from because like what happens you know if you shout you're just talking loud one day and your parent shouts at you and that ends up being a traumatic event and you know usually these occur between zero and seven years old so that happens and the next thing you know you're 26 you want to upgrade a position say at your wherever you're working and every time you try to voice your opinion your throat just kind of clenches you're like yo why is that happening it's because of that trauma that you developed it's that traumatic event that happened when between zero and seven years old when your parent told you to shut up when you when you're speaking too loud and this is where the conflict comes for for example when you have a goal you want to lose weight but you just can't seem to lose weight 
you want to hit the gym, you just can't seem to hit the gym. You want to do your work, but you just can't seem to do it. And like visualization affirmations, like they they work, like they do they do well, they do have an impact. But still, that was too much effort for me. Why is it that I have to go through so much effort affirming and doing visualizations every single day? Uh, if abundance is natural to me, and the reason is, is because it's like your what's a good analogy for this? Yeah. So let's say you've got a, you've got like a, you're walking and you've got like ten kg tied to your ankles. It's like instead of taking the ten kg weight off, you're just trying even harder to walk faster. So you can imagine how much just naturally energy like how much energy of hours that we're just using on a daily basis just trying to just trying to get through life normally then you wonder like why am i so tired why why don't have the extra energy to do this do that and like a lot of the times you just feel drained so like and obviously it's going to be hard to feel happy to feel good to feel joyful when you're drained and this happens just because we got we just have so much so many weights chained to our ankles chained to our feet and like even you know like even like trauma trauma like is comes from your lineage as well like your dna is like a memory bank your dna works in zeros and ones just like a computer does which is interesting because you know a computer will leave that actually we'll leave that for another time but yeah you carry trauma in your dna as well so it's like bruh what do i do what do i do like help me out and help a brother out <laughs> but the thing is it's actually releasing trauma is more is it's not it's not hard to say but it's like it requires love and patience and really there's only three steps to releasing traumas and I'm gonna give these to you now and step one is identifying a trigger so you know when when is it that like for example um, a trigger could also be a belief but like for example let's say let's say like someone says something to you now there can be two different scenarios like you have that person where you might insult how they look and they really don't care and you have the other person where you insult how they look and like it's just like the world's ended for them or for example like <laughs> you might have a blemish or spot on your skin on your face and there's one type of person which is having a heart attack like like i ain't going out i'm staying indoors i'm covering my face Whereas the second person probably doesn't even realize it's on their face. So why is the distinction? Why is the distinction like that? That is a trigger. And these are very sly. Like back in the day, uh, I used to journal every single day. And the weird thing I'd notice every every week when I used to review what I wrote, I pretty much wrote the same thing every single day for that particular week. It's almost like there's a belief system or a trigger being revealed to me every single week. So let's reverse this and think of it practically. 
Okay, you want to achieve something, let's say, um, just want to lose some weight. That's the <laughs> that's like the biggest industry out there, weight loss. You've got all these weight loss programs. But what happens is, what, first of all, why do you want to lose weight? Okay, I feel insecure. Okay, why do you feel insecure? Um, what's wrong with feeling insecure? Well, you know, if I feel insecure, then the issue is, um, when I feel insecure, I feel like, you know, that something bad will happen to me. Hmm. Okay, how, what does that feel like in your body, something bad happening to you? Uh, I feel like a tightness in my chest. Hmm, so a tightness in your chest. When was the last time you felt this tightness in your chest? Hmm, I reckon the last time I had it, you know, was when um, I had to do a presentation at work. Okay, so this feeling, feel the, so if I bring back the memory of the presentation that you worked, you feel it tight in your chest, like, oh yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, when was the first time you felt this? and that's step two so step one is identifying the trigger or the emotion or belief step two is finding the root or the root that's revealed to you at that time and I say revealed to you at that time it's because sometimes you this is not scary work in the sense that you know you are diving in the cave but you will only be shown what you're capable or what you what you'll be able to manage to deal with so you, you know your being won't just throw you off the edge of the cliff so yeah then you go back to the original memory um you feel you feel bad okay you feel like something bad's gonna happen okay what okay so what happened um yeah i made my i remember when i was you know three years old i made a fool of myself in front of my guests and my dad got really angry and slapped me that could be it or it could be, um, you know, I lost, I lost my um, mom at the shop, and I, I just lost my mom at the shop, and everyone else just like, you know, all these idols just seem very scary and big. Okay, so that's step number two that you go back to the memories, and this is very important to mention now. Your subconscious knows. The memory like is stored not only somatically but it's stored in your memory i remember this the conscious part of your mind is only a small fraction so when you ask yourself when was the first time i experienced this the f you'll get the you get the answer immediately and one way you know that it's a subconscious response that's a legit response is that one you'll get it'll be the first thing that comes to you Two, you probably think that you know it doesn't. It's it's it feels like you know wishy washy, like you're like uh, I don't know. If this is quite it. That's another sign that you know you've you've you're on the right spot. And three, it's very quiet. It's very subtle. Uh, it won't shout at you like oh this is a memory. The response is subtle. And one thing I like to do is when I'm 
trying to find this trick is, is that I ask myself, for example, I say, okay, when's the first time I experienced this? And I trust that I know it already and it comes up. But I start asking myself questions like, okay, if I look down at my hands, I've got small boy hands or big boy hands. Small boy hands, okay. Am I indoors or outdoors? I'm outdoors, okay. Have I got shoes on? Or no shoes on? Okay, you got shoes on. And as you begin to question, you kind of start unraveling the memory. You can even ask yourself what age it is. And here's the thing, even if it may not be accurate, it doesn't matter. Because what we're trying to do is what I'm going to say is the last step. So even if you pretend, that's still good because the last step is processing the emotion. Now there's many ways to process the emotion. It doesn't necessarily, um, and let me take a step back. So one way I like to process emotion is I go back, usually I get a visualization of, you know, the memory and I play and it's like, I kind of, let's say, imagine this version of myself visiting that version of my version of myself and recreating the memory in the way that version likes it until that version feels secure. Because going back to traumas, how traumas developed and how after a certain period, after a certain threshold, your consciousness kind of shuts off and that memory plays in an infinite loop. What needs to happen is you need to bring closure to the infinite loop. And when you bring closure, that's when you reintegrate that aspect of your consciousness back into yourself. And you remove that abundance leak, that energetic leak. So when we quote unquote recreating the memory, we're not we're not like overwriting the memory. All we're doing is processing the charge, the emotion. Like if someone did wrong, they did wrong. And in your memory you might want to replay it as to that wrong thing never even happened. Or it just beat up that <laughs> that wrongdoer. But that doesn't take away what happened. Um, that is just the way to process the emotion, to process the charge. And also, on that note, anything is allowed when you do this. You don't need to think about what other people will say. You can. I've been. Uh, mm, you can be as gruesome, as brutal as you want. Like anything's allowed because it's your imagination. And trust me, like, <laughs> you're fine, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm just having flashbacks to some of the processing I did. But yeah, so then, okay, so here, here's, so then that's the three steps. So first you identify it, then you go to the root, or what is revealed to you at that time as the root, because I've progressively gone further and further back. And number three, you process it, and one way is that if you get memory visualization but really it's just feeling it's just feeling the emotion letting it process because your body your being is one of perfection so it wants to feel and these emotions they want to be elevated to the highest possible state to the highest possible selves so if you want if you got anger hate fear love well anger hate fear guilt it just like we have a natural process, the emotion has a natural process. It wants to go from anger, fear, guilt to 
acceptance, letting go, surrender to love, joy, oneness. Those emotions, what, and that's why you feel like that's why they're always prevalent. Like this is this the universe is a university. So throughout life, what's gonna happen with these shadows, especially as you as you as you increase your energy, as you um, become more conscious, as you become more of an elevated, balanced being, your reality is gonna keep pushing this in front of you because it is your teacher. It will keep producing events where you're triggered by that same emotion, that same thing that needs healing again and again and stronger and stronger each time until you finally get the lesson and you reintegrate reintegrate that aspect of consciousness back into yourself yes so that was a mouthful <laughs> so again like and awareness awareness the first step is where the healing begins itself so like even if right now it may be intimidating to do that like to go all the way back especially with a lot of traumas we carry because like man anything and everything can be a trauma when you're growing up but awareness is the first step so if you just write down like just write down the beliefs that you have like and you may even find that just by being aware you've resolved a lot of it because i've had a lot of times for example where i'm like is this task actually hard or am i making it hard oh yeah making it hard why is that oh i randomly had the belief that this was supposed to be hard and some of them are just as light as that other ones as, as you realize it you slowly slowly as you uncomfortably start to um unravel it and it might even happen in your dream state in your subconscious because there's a lot of processing happening then so just by being aware of it the fastest way the most ideal way is to jump straight in you know find the boogeyman shine some light on him give him some love or like you just, you might just have a nightmare and process it into your dream state <laughs> now i'm messing but um aware awareness is a very big first step so don't let these don't let it slide like um even with enlightenment a lot of it is about um and like i don't want to just pretend like you know i'm some enlightened like guru, guru or something but um i've had i've had like i've had the experience experiences of it and um i'm at a stage right now where i'm grounding that state as a natural state but what really helped me excel fast was that i took a lot of these triggers out of my mind or like I reintegrated them. That's why I call it integration work. Because it's an aspect of your consciousness. That you're becoming aware of. And integrating back into yourself. Again becoming a more whole being again. But yeah I spent. Because then. So then. Because enlightenment is actually. A lot of it is to do with. Stilling. Being able to still the mind. Until you're able to see that. You know like. You know you're not. You're not the mind. But. um, I'm bloody blah. I'm just giving a brief easy general description but we, we, um but yet what happens is you become triggerless so normally in a day waking state you keep like it's like someone keeps pushing these buttons and you keep playing and without realizing you're you feel coming unconscious like one moment you might be completely still you might be centered um 
you hear, for example, a glass smash and that triggers a back memory and you're like, whoa. Or your mom calls you in a certain way and and you get in back into a different mode, a different trance. When you become when you start processing a lot of these memories, these traumas, these beliefs, you become triggerless. And that's when you realise when you be, when you when you're not triggered, that's when you realise, oh snap. Like joy is a natural state, like being feeling good, being good, feeling happy is is quite natural. It's it's actually easier, like you have to put effort to not be this way. And then if you want to do your affirmations, your visualizations, etc., then you've got fertile ground to do it. Instead of trying to plant seeds in like a um, a weed for a weed filled field, you've got a nice clean open field to plant your seeds. Boom, 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 boom. And like it's what you vibrate is what you attract anyway. So you may not even need to do the visualization and intentions. I like I I very rarely say I want this. Instead, I just vibrate at what I want, and I trust that what comes will be the highest possible outcome. You know, which which kind of brings us back. Like I said, that you know, this is where our abundance leaks are. You know, if you're having finan maybe financial issues, um, confidence issues, finding it hard to find your voice, your passion, your purpose. This may be, you know, these, these, this may be the reason why, but coming back to abundance, you know, your true abundance isn't all of that. It's really just having that feeling of fulfillment wherever you are. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that um, I've released my financial uh, belief systems and traumas and now I'm boiling. That's, that's like, as you'll see, okay. So as this, as the years like next year, you start, you start to see how um, the last year of sowing and farming I've been doing is reaping fruit. But at the same time, the true abundance is the feeling of contentment that I have inside of me. That is natural to you, that you have inside of you. That you know, it's just like smashed at the moment because. You know, when we even strive to do something, it's just to scratch that itch of, you know, like, oof, I want this kind of itch of this, you could call it discomfort that you want to, you want to achieve, like this restlessness. But then, when you're in a state, and the ultimate state will be one of enlightenment, where whether you're <laughs> living in a cardboard box or in a penthouse, that you feel content, that you feel right within yourself that you feel happy and joyful that is the true abundance and so yeah like going back what we discussed abundance energy leaks this is the reason why you know when they say that abundance perfection um, joy is our natural state that it seems like it's not because of these leaks that we have caused by traumas which can be anything from serious you know like abuse or um 
you know, your mom just kind of yelling at you for dropping, you know, spilling the glass of water. Um, so that's how trauma forms, and three the three step process to releasing these blocks. Step one, identifying it, being aware of it. Step two, going back to the root of when it occurred, or as far back as you can to the first event, which is usually between zero and seven years old. But that may unfold slowly as we go back. And then the third step is to process the emotion, which can be from you know almost like as a visualization meditation just going back and giving that child what they want and playing that event how it actually wanted knowing that you know you're not excusing or overwriting anything you're just processing the emotion or you could just sit with the feeling and as you sit with the feeling you notice that you know as you breathe into it with patience not wanting it to change just as you know just as just as you're with you're with a kid and you're just being loving and patient with them same thing with emotions you'll notice it move maybe go from your chest to your stomach to your rib and then eventually it would dissolve because the emotions also want to be elevated to their highest state which is of love oneness bliss joy and yeah, true abundance is that feeling of contentment, that feeling of feel good within yourself. So yeah, that's what I had for today's podcast, the easeful podcast. Because like I said, man, it's natural knowing that, that life, everything should be easeful. And what I'm going to be doing is keep on coming back with more and more topics related on how to create ease with these practical steps you know like today's practical step like i said awareness enough is good so just start journaling like you know where where instead of saying why instead of saying how can i get to the goal ask why am i not there yet what blocks do i have that are preventing me like yeah okay so do not have a website at the moment but i do want you to check out the secret energy website i'll leave a link somewhere i'm not posted a podcast before so we'll see but the video will be in this description because mindful app is coming and if you don't know what mindful app is it is it is the revolution it is the evolution um man it's in beta now it's going to be released next year but this this app is massive for for the conscious community in general for an actual app instead of you know you got the facebook etc that are just platforms to have your attention but then they get can be paid by advertisers to advertise their products this app isn't designed to make you stay on your phone it's designed to get you the highest level of knowledge the highest level of awareness the highest level of consciousness and even pay you for mindful deeds for meditating for for investing in yourself and getting you from the phone to in person it's going to be many features uh, in this app like geo chat where you get you get to talk to people who are around you so you now you can get together co-create etc but yeah i'm rambling now 
time I had. Thank you for listening. Enjoy your day. Wishing you an easeful existence and the highest possible outcome. Love.